Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word even from myself, Father, we come right now, Lord, just thanking you, Father, for all that you've done in this service and in this sanctuary upon this campus, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your servants that serve you so faithfully, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your students that showed up in Sunday school, Father. Thank you, Lord, for for those who sung Zion songs and those who stood in the household of the Lord, those who played Father instruments. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this entire body. And Lord, we come as the body of Christ here at Bethlehem. Father, wanting to hear what you have to say, Father. Are wanting to hear again, Lord, because you spoke in Sunday school, Father. We thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do and what you're about to say, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. Bethlehem. Oh, we can do better than that. Bethlehem. Amen. And that is our theme throughout the year. Because we want to get it right with God. We want to get it right with God. And we want to be about our father's business. And as we've shared in Sunday school about this building that some of you can see or maybe you can't. But there's a building that God wants us to build. And he's calling us as a church to be about his business. And as we heard uh, in Sunday school, we've been talking about it for years. Almost for 20 years about doing it. Just like they were talking in, in Sunday school lesson this morning. And uh, we've got to get our priorities straight, and we've got to be about our Father's business. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. It is our goal to get it right here at the household of the Lord, because that's where God says everything starts for Him. Hello, somebody. And we're encouraging in his house, yes, and we're encouraging and challenging our leaders 
to get it right. To get it right in actions and attitude. And we're going to hear more about this during our message this Sunday. But we've been hearing it all month. We've been hearing it all month. And we've been sharing this text with you all month. If we're going to get it right, there are some divine godly meetings that have to take place behind the scenes. Brothers uh, must seek their brothers when they're in sin. Go to them in private and talk it over just between the two of them. If that doesn't work, you need to take two others along and to... To get the right, get it right, get the matter right. If that doesn't work, then 17 says that's when we have to tell it to the church. And that's when we have to treat uh, some folk in the church like pagans or tax collectors. If they're not willing to get it right. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God wants to get us right here at Bethlehem because he has work for us to do. So we have to be about our father's business, which is ministry. We've been talking about ministry all month long. We've been challenging our leaders to have the attitude of Jesus. In Luke chapter 22, verse 27, he posed the question, who's the greatest? The one who serves or the one who sits at the table? And we know that it's really the one who sits at the table. But Jesus flipped the scripts and said, but I am amongst you as the one who serves, which uh, is a paradigm shift for most of our ministry and ministry leaders is that if Jesus had to serve, if Jesus took the place of a servant, then who are we in the household of the Lord? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. We're going to learn more about that today. And we also have been challenging all month long for those who do not serve or do not have a ministry. Uh, We've been challenging you to get off the bench and to get into the game. Amen. Because God doesn't have people who ride the bench. Everybody starts on God's program. Hello, somebody. There's no second string in God's program. We're all first string. We all have a work to do. Ask your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, what are you doing for the Lord? And we're praying that God will make it evident. That's why we let you know that we need ushers. Talk to Sister Jackson. We need ushers, uh, 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 older ushers, to stand at the door in the household of the Lord. We need people to drive the vans for Sunday school. We need folk to be about our Father's business. Amen? Amen. And praise the Lord. This morning... We're continuing in the series of January, Getting It Right, and you see what we have studied, but this morning we're going to be talking about serving one another, serving one another. We're going to look at John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17, John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. We're looking at here John 13, 1 through 7. Amen. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. 
To lead this world to the Father. He loved him to the end. betray Jesus. Jesus knew that of all things under his power and that he can come to from God referring to God. Got up from the meal, took off his outer clothes and got all around his waist. He poured forth into the basin, began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them all with a towel that was wrapped around him. Came into the room Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You know what I mean? Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. This morning again, we're talking about serving one another or getting it right in service. And we want you to know we're going to talk on around three things as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about the things of service. We're going to talk about the tile of service. And we're going to talk about the task of service. We're going to talk about the things of service. We're going to talk about the tile of service. And we're going to talk about the task of service. We want Christians to know today that Christians should serve God by serving one another. Christians should serve God by serving one another. A show that I see periodically, I, I really like, is a show entitled... Uh, Undercover Boss. Undercover Boss. And the premise of Undercover Boss is that corporate executives secretly take low-level jobs within their organization to find out how things really work and what their staffs really think of them. And in the process, they learn about the perceptions of their companies and the spirit of their workforce and maybe something about themselves as well. Undercover boss. What's unique is to see these corporate executives to take those low-level jobs like washing dishes or unloading trucks or just low-level jobs and one of the things that I, I find really intriguing is that, uh, is that the workers don't even know who they are. I would think that if I was a part of an organization or a company that I would know who's the head of the organization and who is the head of the company. But many of these low-level workers don't know who these bosses are. And what's so unique about it is that sometimes the bosses fall in love with those who are truly working in the trenches and uh, something good comes from them having lowered themselves um, 
in their company and they do something good for those who are faithful. I couldn't help but to think about Undercover Boss when I thought about the text that we are studying today. The text into which Jesus Christ, who is literally the creator of the world itself, not only took on the form of man, which was lowly enough, but he took it a little lower when he began to wash the disciples' feet. Those dirty, bunion toed, <laughs> corn toed disciples. <laughs> he took the form of a servant. And he did this because he wanted to teach his disciples how disciples are supposed to live. How disciples are supposed to live. And it seems like that we in the church have lost our Bibles. And we don't know who's the head of our company or our organizations because uh, many times in the church today, folk don't want to be a servant. Hello, somebody. Or folk want to be and want to walk around with these big titles like uh, bishop, apostle, or uh, elder, or uh, his majesty. Hello, somebody. (laughs) And it seems like that people in the church today are are trying to make more of themselves as opposed to making more of the Lord Jesus. Hello, somebody. And it's evident that they don't know the owner of this company called the church. And as I said before, if I'm going to work for an organization, I want to know who's the head of the organization. And in the church today, oh, there are many people that don't even know who Jesus is because if they knew who Jesus was, they would, number one, serve the Lord. Hello, somebody. They would serve the Lord. We got people who don't do nothing for the Lord. They just come to church for one or two hours and they leave. No, 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 no. Don't you know, as I've been saying all month long, that you were saved to serve? Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, you're saved to serve. And if Jesus had to serve, then who am I? If Jesus took the form of that lowly servant, that, that servant, that lowly servant that most folk, oh, in that day and time wouldn't even know or recognize. Oh, uh, most folk in that day and time, washing of the feet was uh, in that area, in that day and time was just like us washing our hands before we eat. And, and usually you would provide a servant if you had people over, you would provide a servant to wash their feet because it was a sand, it's a sandy area and they and they don't they didn't wear shoes like we wear today. They had sandals. And if you ever wore sandals, you know that your feet get dirty. Uh-huh. Hello, somebody. And for me, I don't like my 
my feet to get there. For me, I don't like, oh, to go to the beach with sandals or flip-flops on because if I do, my feet get sandy and dirty and I, I can't stand that. So it's not uncommon to see me at the beach with some socks on with my sandals. <laughs> my sister Eton tells me that's not kosher. <laughs> <laughs> but but hello somebody I don't like to get my feet dirty hello somebody oh, that's the way whenever the guests would come they, they, don't, they can't sit down and be comfortable and have a good conversation without getting cleaned up and that servant that nobody would really see or pay no attention but to stick their big feet down to be clean is the one that Jesus took the form of. Wow! Talking about an undercover boss. <laughs> the undercover boss. Now, now, what made him want to do this? What, what, what made him want to do this? Uh, under point number one, we talk about the things of service. Uh, the things of service. In verse three, it said, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his Jesus knew all that, that, that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was turning, returning to God. The things of service. It seems like the more powerful Jesus became, the more he served. See, what happens with us today in our day and time, when we get a little bit of power, it goes to our heads. Hello, somebody. Have you ever seen that 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 that, that security guard at uh, at the malls uh, and the security guard at the malls acts like he's a CIA agent or a secret surgeon, secret servant agent? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because they got a little power and they misuse that 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 little power. But Jesus got power. He said God had put all things under His power. Hello, somebody. And you thought that Jesus would have then would have taken that power and went on to be the Messiah that the people were looking for, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, not a suffering servant. Hello, somebody. The, the, the Jews couldn't understand that. that they couldn't understand that they were looking for a powerful Jesus, a governing Jesus, a, a Jesus a, that would be a, a, the president, Barack Obama, a leader of, of the nation that would lead them to conquer the world. But Jesus, knowing all things that have been put in his power, what did he do? He took the form of a servant. Hello today. Today, we are installing our leaders. Hello, somebody. And, and, and we're installing our leaders, and we're going to call you all up before the people, and you will be installed today. But, 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 but this year, we, we want to do something a little different. We're, we're not installing positions. Hello, somebody. Uh, we're, we're installing servants hello somebody hello somebody yeah go ahead and give god a hand clap of praise god wants you to take your position 
and he wants you to use it as he did when he got his position. He wants you to serve him. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. John 3, 36, uh, 35 says, The Father loved the Son and has placed everything in his hands. We talk about singing as children. He's got the whole world in his hands. He got the whole world in his hands. Oh, Jesus literally had the whole world in his hands. And what did he do? He took out a basin kind of similar to this. Hello, somebody. Took a towel. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And began to wash his disciples' feet. And he said, you don't understand what's going on right now. But I'm going to tell you what it means a a, a little later. You're going to come to it a little later. Hello, somebody. But we hope our leaders know today what we're doing. We're doing what we're doing. We want you to understand what we're doing. It's not about a show. It's not about a position of power. It's about a stewardship. It's about a stewardship of service. God is calling you to make a stand by kneeling down. Hello, somebody. God is calling you to make a stand by humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God. Oh, so that he can accomplish his task and his will for this church. Hello, somebody. So that we can get it right this year because what? The leaders are going to be right. Hello, somebody. As I said before, we can get the leaders to do it. Everybody else will follow. We can get the leaders to tithe their 10%. Hello, somebody. To which we learn in Sunday school, most Christians only tithe 3%. Hello, somebody. If we get leaders, oh to, oh, to give to the building fund. Hello, somebody. $30 a month extra. Oh, really? Is that really a sacrifice? Hello, somebody. For most of us, it's not. All we got to do is miss one meal from a whole wing stop. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Come on, somebody. God is calling us to lead us as leaders to humble ourselves and to lead the way in giving, to lead the way in giving our tent part, to lead the way in giving to the building fund, to lead the way to Sunday school. Hello, somebody. Don't you know it takes humility to sit up under the teaching of God? Hello, somebody. I know you're a deacon, but you still need to learn. I know you're a preacher, but you still need to learn. I know you're, you're over this ministry, but we all need to learn so we all need to be running in the Sunday school oh and Sunday school is the best tool to use because most of you work in the middle of the week but this is the first day of the week set your priorities and say oh for one day a week at least one day a week I'm going to be at the house and I'm going to learn what God is telling me to learn hello somebody talking to leaders all the rest of us you know we can just just listen in. Hello, somebody. Yes, you have to lead the way. You can't tell the people in your ministry to be at Sunday school and you're not there. Hello, somebody. You can't tell folk to serve and you're not serving. Hello, somebody. Because people look at you crazy. Hello, somebody. Call you a hypocrite. 
Hello, somebody. Lead us. It's time for us to humble ourselves as servants and to get about our father's business. Yes, God is putting us uh, as the authority as this ministry or in this ministry. Hello, somebody. But he ain't giving you authority to ego trip. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He's giving you the authority like he gave Jesus the authority or the power to serve. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's the things of service. Talk about the towel of service. So again, he got all this power. Hello, somebody. He, he, he was being installed. Hello, somebody. Got all this power. And verse 4 didn't say that he took all that power and he went and, and conquered the world. No. It said what in verse 4? So he got up from the mill and he took a sword. No. Hello, somebody. He, he got up and took his armor. No. Hello, somebody. He got up and took his crown. No. He did what? He took a towel. <laughs> now I know somebody in here may be fans of uh, the Steelers, and I think they had that towel brigade they used to do. <laughs> the terrible towels. Now this ain't a terrible towel. Hello, somebody. Though some of you might think it is, cause you have to serve. <laughs> and some folk treat that towel as if it is a terrible towel. They don't want to serve. They just want to hold a position. They want to look holy. They want to look self-righteous, uh, and they want to hold a position and don't do nothing with it. Hello somebody. No, 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 no. Jesus took the towel and guess what? He didn't take it symbolically. Hello somebody. Because a lot of times we take positions symbolically. Oh, we've been asked to be a part of the advisory board. You know, we don't do nothing, but you just can use my name. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, no, 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 no. God, God don't have any advisory boys in the church. Hello, somebody. He has towels that he wants you to take, and he just don't want you to take it. Oh, just symbolically. He wants you to take it and use it. Hello, somebody. What did he say? He took a towel off the, uh, 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 taken off his outer clothing and wrapped the towel around his waist. Hello, somebody. Which showed that he was willing and, and able to take the position of a servant. And, and if you really want to be used of God, if you really want to be elevated in the kingdom of God, you, you, you do it through service. Hello, somebody. That's a, you, you, you do it through service. Hello, somebody. You ain't got to network. You ain't got to, uh, hello, somebody. You ain't got to uh, take out people out to lunch and try to use and influence them at lunch. And no, 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 no. And to try to build your, uh, your friends. Hello, somebody. So, so that you can get voted in the office. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. No, 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 no. If you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you have to serve. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, poor neighbor. Sound right to me. <laughs> Straight from the book. Straight from the book. Jesus, giving all power, is put in his hands. And then he goes and take a towel. Hello, somebody. 
He was willing to serve. He was willing to serve. Second Kings 3.11 shows how Elijah servant served him, Elisha. And it seems that Elisha got the anointing not because of anything that he did, but that he served. Hello, somebody. When the king was looking for a man of God, for a prophet, he remembered Elisha. Hello, somebody. And this is what he said of Elisha. He used to what? Pour water on the hands of Elijah. Hello, somebody. He was a servant. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He, he was a servant. Hello, somebody. And you see that all throughout the Bible. Oh, before Joshua took over, oh, for Moses, what did he do? He served. He was a servant. He ministered to the man of God. He was a servant. Many people just want to inherit positions. Hello, somebody. Many people just want positions to be seen. They don't want to serve their way to the top. That don't make no sense, Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to be great and you want me to take a towel you want me to be like a servant like a waiter in the restaurant that nobody recognize and that many of us don't never tip hello somebody <laughs> hello somebody a servant hello somebody he took a towel and he didn't take the towel symbolically he took the towel and actually went about the task. Hello, somebody. Which means he did the work, the task of service. Hello, somebody. The task of service. In verse 5, it says, after that, he poured the water in the basin. And, and this wasn't symbolic. And, and he began to what? Wash the disciples' feet. Hello, somebody. Drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Ooh, the towel was not symbolic. The towel was for the task. And the task that he did was literally wash their feet. Can you imagine? Y'all don't seem to be getting this. Jesus, the creator of the universe. Hello, somebody. Uh, the, the, the corporate boss, if you would, came down to earth. And that was a low enough position. Hello, just to come down here. Oh, one theologian said that'd be like me having compassion on a cockroach and say, I want to become like a cockroach so I can save the cockroach and stop being human and start then go down there and be a cockroach, which that will never happen. Hello, somebody. <laughs> that was low enough for him. Oh, but then he took it a little lower. Hello, somebody. Oh, the young folk. Oh, when they used used to party, they used to ask the question, how low can you go? Oh, and then they try to drop it like it's hot. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and take it low. Hello, somebody. 
No, we're not talking about dropping yourself, your hind parts. Hello, somebody. We're talking about, oh, dropping your attitude, dropping your actions, dropping, oh, your character, dropping, oh, and be willing to serve, not symbolically serve, but to actually serve, to actually get your hands dirty. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. In the meeting on Wednesday night, we talked about getting a list for in-kind, in-kind, the in-kind workers that we can use to help build a building. And don't you know that that's dirty work? Hello, somebody. Are you willing to get dirty? Hello, somebody. Oh, I know you're a corporate executive, but can you get your hands dirty to build a household of the Lord? I know you got power and authority at work, but are you willing, oh, to get your hands dirty? I know, Pastor Eton, you dress really nice and you look really cute, but will you nail a nail in the sanctuary? <laughs> I'm planning to get dirty. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. To get it done. To get it done. I can nail a nail. Hello, somebody. And you can teach me, uh, uh, brother, how to shoot that gun they have. I think, uh, hopefully, I won't hurt nobody. (laughs) We can get it done. We can get it done. We can come together. We can all take the form or or the task of a servant. Uh, Take that towel and use that towel to help build that building because we're going to need men of Oh, and women who are willing, oh, to get dirty, to get the task done. Hello, somebody. I'm ready to get dirty. Hello, somebody. Oh, I may not be doing much, but one thing I will do is get dirty. <laughs> you might have to have me do like a, a Fraser Crane. You know, he was he's that uh, that psychologist uh, uh, who had his own show. He was Dr. Fraser Crane, and he had the idea he was going to help build a habitat for a humanity house. And they made him a supervisor of seeing the paint dry. Because <laughs> he couldn't do nothing with his hands. <laughs> I think I can do a little bit better than that. Hello, somebody. But it's time for us to be willing, oh, to get dirty for the Lord. To take on every test. Oh, Brother Bill's been talking about that word, which means to agonize. Are you willing and ready to agonize to build that building? Oh, I'm willing. I'm ready. I've been longing for it. I've been desiring it. I've been praying. I've been saying, Lord, help us. Oh, to get started. Because if I believe we get started, I know we can get it done. Hello, somebody. No, some say it won't be easy. No, nothing that you do for Christ will be easy. Hello, somebody. You think the devil just going to let you make it? Hello, somebody. He ain't ever let you make it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He'll fight you to the bitter end. I told somebody about the devil. The devil had three seconds left on the clock and it was going to halftime. He's not going to take a knee. He's going to say down, set, hut, hut, and take a shot to score. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He don't give up, so we definitely can't give up. Hello, somebody. We are the opposition to the devil. Oh, when things go bump in the night, you've heard me say it, men. It's our job to bump back in Jesus' name. So we may have to struggle and agonize and take that towel for the task, but we can do it. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, we can do this in Jesus' name.
Jesus to take the position of a lowly servant and wash his disciples' feet. Surely then, who am I? Hello, somebody. I know I look impressive, uh, but who am I? Hello, somebody. I know you look impressive, but who are you? <laughs> Luke 7 shows another woman who really humbled herself. Hello, somebody. And because she humbled herself, we still talk about her today. What did she do? Luke 7, 44 says, and then he turned down, uh, turned towards the woman and said to Simon, see, or uh, do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. Wow. Ooh. Talking about a servant. Talking about humbling yourself. And we, we talked about this in Sunday school too. Taking what we have and using it. Hello, somebody. She didn't have a, a fancy vacant, uh, basin. Hello, somebody. Oh, she didn't have a, a fancy towel, but she took her. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, she took <laughs> her weave. Hello, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Go get you some weed, brother. We can take care of that. <laughs> but she took her hair, the tears from her own eyes, and she cried. And she wet his feet and she used her. She took what she had to get what she needed to do was to serve the Lord. Is there anybody here that's willing to take what they have? Oh, and to use it for the Lord in Jesus' name. Go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise. Up in here, up in here. She took the form of a servant. Hello, somebody. Took the form of a servant. It's going to take servants to build this church. I mean to build the church and I mean to build the church. Hello, somebody. Because if we're not about our father's business, uh, this Sunday is share the love Sunday. Our job is to pray for our ten most wanted to, and, and to fast and pray. We ask uh, us to fast and pray for the souls of those whom we love. And not only that, but to invite them to Jesus. Tell them your testimony about the God that you serve. And after you invite them to Jesus, to invite them to the church. Hello, somebody. Somebody. Don't you know churches are dying every day because the people of God have forgot their mandate? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. They were talking about the island where that boy is from who made up all those lies on Notre Dame. They were talking about the island that he came from. What is his name? Yeah, his name. <laughs> and they said that the Mormons have taken over the island. Hello, somebody. And most of them are Mormon. Hello, somebody. Because they're sharing their faith. Hello, somebody. And Christians are not. Hello, somebody. And that's why America is the way it is now because Christians are being silent. Hello, somebody. I think Brother Bill said that Dr. Tony Evans said that everybody else is coming out of the closet. Except Christians. Hello, somebody. Got us ashamed of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. 
who shamed himself coming from heaven, who became a man and then became a servant. Hello, somebody. Shamed himself. Hello, somebody. For you and for me. Then who am I not to tell somebody about the God that I serve, about Jesus? Because if not, Bethlehem won't survive. All right. Hello, somebody. Reverend Ford is going to have a meeting Sunday at 10 o'clock. And it's a church that has a nice parsonage. A church that has a nice sanctuary. A church that has a nice van to drive the people to church. But they don't have members. Hello, somebody. But a few members. And, and they're thinking about uh, trying to sell the church. Hello, somebody. Don't you know that if we don't do what God has called us to do, we can be the same way? Hello, somebody. We've got to take the form of a servant. Oh, and that servant says that I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell about who can save anybody. Hello, somebody. Just one beggar trying to tell another where they can go to get bread. Hello, Bethlehem, which means what? The house of bread. Hello, somebody. We've got to take the form of a servant, of a beggar, just telling other beggars where to go and to get some bread. Hello, somebody. Jesus is our model this year. As we will install our leaders. As a matter of fact, leaders, would you come right now? Because we want to install our leaders. Leaders, would you come right now? Now, I'm going to ask you to take something. Now, this is only symbolic. But I want you to do what Jesus did and make it work. Hello, somebody. I want you, Brother Al, could you pass this around for the leaders to take a towel? I want you to take a towel. Symbolic, but I want you to get that towel dirty this year. Symbolic, but I want you to get that towel dirty this year. Hello, somebody. I said it's symbolic, but I want you to get that towel dirty this year. And many of you, when you reach in the box, you're going to reach and get the color that you like. But I don't want the colors to be there at the end of the year. I want you to have used, used the towel so much. To use that towel so much. Hello, somebody. That it's actually dirty. Hello, somebody. Dirty from your service to the Lord. Amen. Would you please join hands? We are installing our leaders right now. And again, we don't want you to just to take a position. Hello, somebody. You have the things that God has given you, the power and authority. And I want you to take that power and authority and I want you to take that towel to do your task. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, oh, neighbor. 
take this time to do your task. And in front of the people, now turn to the people. Let the people see you. You're being installed to lead those who are in this sanctuary. They're going to be everything that you are. Hello, somebody. I said they're going to be everything that you are. If you are faithful, they'll be faithful. Hello, somebody. If you are trifling, guess what? They're going to be trifling. Hello, somebody. God has said to us that he wants to get this task done. We've got plenty of work to do. Hello, somebody. And before the people say these words, I do promise as a leader at Bethlehem Baptist Church to serve God with all of my mind, my might, and my soul in Jesus' name. Amen. Turn back to me. Turn back to me. I'm going to pray this prayer of installation. And then after this, we're going to have our invitation. With all eyes closed and heads bowed. Again, would you join hands across the aisles here because it takes a team. We talked about teamwork. We, we need one another. We need to, our ministry should touch. We should support one another. Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. Our ministry should touch because we're part of one body and we should always be connected. Hello, somebody. Shall we pray? Father God, we come right now, Lord, just wanted to thank you and to praise your holy name for all of these men and women who are willing to serve you, Father. And Father, who have made a promise before the people of God to serve you, Father, with all of their might, with all of their minds, and with all of their souls, Father. And I pray, Father, that in Jesus' name, that you will give them the strength, that you will give them the power, that you will give them, Father, the stick-to-itiveness, that you would give them the perseverance, Father, that you will enable them, Father, this next year to agonize over the ministry of the Lord. Oh, to put your prayer first, Father. Oh, because we've set our priorities through Sunday school. We decided that we're going to build. We decided that we're going to do what you tell us to do. We decide, Father, that we're going to be who you tell us to be. And right here standing before the people of God and standing before heaven, the leaders of this church, Lord, are asking you to help them to do the work of the ministry, to do what you've called us us to do. Uh, oh, to not take uh, a title, but to take uh, a towel. Father God, uh, in Jesus' name, and to use that towel for the task uh, in Jesus' name. Uh, oh, to never give up uh, in Jesus' name. Uh, to be not discouraged uh, in Jesus' name. Uh, to do 
what it is that you've called them to do and to be what it is what you've called them to be to help them father as leaders to get it right because if we as leaders get it right then everybody else will get it right and we will do the work of the ministry that you've called us to do and we'll do something in 2013 that never has been done before something in 2013 that has been talked about for 20 years Lord oh father we call on you and we want to go forward we want to walk into the promises of God we want to be Caleb leaders we want to be Joshua leaders we want to experience the promises of God in our ministry in Jesus name in Jesus name father Father God, we commit these leaders to you, Lord. Because only you can help them. As they're willing to humble themselves, as Jesus did, as a lowly servant, and to do the work of the ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Hug your leader and say, leader, now it's time to take this towel for the task. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. All eyes closed and heads are bowed. Deacons, will you come? Saints are praying. Jesus. On the night that he was betrayed, would then have to take himself even lower than that lowly servant. Because Father God, he was willing to die. He said, not my will, but thy will be done. Eyes are closed, saints are praying. And he got up out of his garden of Gethsemane and would have to take his ministry a little lower as they convicted him of crimes uh, that he didn't commit but he was willing to serve us as a suffering savior they said guilty they said crucify him and they crucified him and they beat him until the image of man was torn from his body they mocked him they scorned him they put a crown of thorns on his head as Jesus uh, took it even lower as they put that cross uh, on his back uh, and led him through the streets of Jerusalem he was going lower as a suffering servant and he went to that hill called Galgata and they took him lower as they put him and nailed him on that cross uh, oh they took him lower as they uh, held him up between two thieves and they took him lower because Jesus would have to die for the sins of the world and they couldn't take his life so he had to go a little lower and he went lower and he gave up the ghost and he took it all the way to the grave 
Oh, and they put him in that bar or tomb. Uh, and he stayed there the first day uh, at the lowest point uh, that you could imagine. He stayed there uh, the second day uh, at the lowest point uh, as you could imagine. Uh, but I'm so glad. Uh, oh, I'm so glad uh, that he got up uh, early uh, on the third day. Uh, he got up uh, with all power in his hands. Uh, I say he got up uh, with all power in his hands. Uh, and he got up uh, for you. He got up for me. He got up to save the souls of men. And if you're here today and you do not know him and the pardoning of his sins, we want you to get up out of your seats and give your life to Jesus Christ. Let him wash your feet of the sins that you've committed against him. Let him save your soul right here and right now just slip out of your seat and say neighbor let me get by I gotta go and give my life to Jesus Christ I gotta go and give my life to Jesus hello again this is Pastor Michael Eaton I've been your host for today's program and before we sign off we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born household of faith here at Bethlehem again we're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley Oklahoma 55 miles south of Oklahoma City we'd love to see you in our services but if you're listening throughout the world listening throughout the United States Canada United Kingdom or even China we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible believing Bible teaching Bible living church where you can grow up and the things of God. 
We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.